No, you're definitely not a guest. You're definitely one of the the oh, the main reasons awesome. why this podcast has been really, really popular. And um, and you're always on time, so I I, I appreciate your punctuality. <laughs> yeah. um, always on time, yeah. <laughs> and this you, week yeah. we have Clarissa, and she is part of. And I'll let her introduce herself, but she is part of the. Um, communication staff there at the university the athletic department and um clarissa you want to say hi what's up yeah hi so um i'm i'm clarissa or claire whichever one you want to call me um i work with athletic communications here at utrgv um sports information director for our volleyball teams men's and women's tennis and track and field and cross country so work directly with them but also you know we pitch in with all the other teams as well so it's very hands-on yeah so it's you it's put that all on your business card like that's amazing like, how <laughs> awesome oh, so it's got to go to the back it, it wraps awesome. around the card it just wraps around <laughs> listen i know jonah's been on here before if, if anything can if jonah can fit his title on a business card then anybody can fit their title yeah exactly shout out to jonah he's amazing <laughs> so so we've got clarissa or claire on the the podcast this week but we're going to do something a little bit different right so claire is doing a story on or write-up on g and i just happen to be in the article because of my acquaintance with g and yeah. um yeah i heard she, i heard that yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah i heard about that <laughs> and she is going to interview us for an article that has already come out but she's doing it now you'll you'll get it so this is the whole Inception episode for Saddle Up Podcast. So we're really happy to have Claire on. Yeah, we're and, and Claire, thrilled. we are so we are so open to any question. You know, <laughs> if you want to ask me about like records that I broke at St. Joe, anything like that. <laughs> are we recording? Yeah, we are recording. It's <laughs> oh, on okay. Yeah, oh, so. okay. Well, yeah, we're Claire, pretty much. Claire, we'll let you take over the interview, and and we'll let you kind of dictate the 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 episode so take it away awesome all right i feel like that's a little bit of pressure but let's go so (laughs) it is claire it is Um, you got a lot (laughs) big shoes to fill (laughs) yeah but i think the 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 podcast i mean you guys have done several episodes now talked to a few really great guests um so we'll start with a pretty easy one just what have been some of your favorite moments from the first season of getting this podcast going yeah take that away matt no, I was gonna say G. G comes first in the alphabet. So go ahead, G. That's that's your. That's your I like this. I like this. So our our favorite moment, Claire, was um, when we we started talking about you know doing a podcast you know late nights during COVID, 
we were, you know, we would get these, these group of guys together are, are really our best friends. And, uh, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to name off some names. Uh, I'm sure you kind of know some of them. Uh, uh, Lalo Rios was part of the, the, the COVID, um, zoom calls. We would do like a weekly zoom call. Uh, Brian Molina, uh, was on that call. Uh, Mike Mancias, uh, some people know who he is on that call. Uh, Bert Garcia, uh, is an ex, uh, former, uh, UTPA alum also was a president, uh, for the Vipers for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and now doing some good work with Donnie Nelson, uh, with the Mavericks and, and with, with different projects up in Dallas, uh, you know, Robert Torres, uh, was, you know, we used to call him cousin, cousin Rob, you know, I think Lalo's cousin, he just kind of, you know, he, he, he came into the, the mix and, and became similar. our friend. He was just adopted into the group, but yeah, he was great. adopted yeah. into the group, you know, and, uh, but he's a, he's the head of the officials for the RGV right now. So your basketball, the head of the Tasso uh, basketball officials, Robert Torres. And um, am I missing anybody in that group, Matt? And then myself nope. and, and then and, myself and, and yeah. And G yeah, that was, and, that was pretty, yeah. pretty much it. And we would have, we would have these weekly calls and, you know, just messing around, just, we, we missed each other. You know, we couldn't go and see each other. Everybody had families, you know, they lived where they lived. And, and, um, but Matt and I, and sometimes Brian would kind of take it to another level, right? We couldn't get enough. We just couldn't get enough. So we would get back on a Zoom call till about two or three o'clock in the morning and uh, and just talking about life, talking about everything. And we came up with this idea where, you know, this it'd be a pretty cool thing if we did a podcast one day. That yeah. was back then. So how do we two yeah, years, how do we do it? Yeah. 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 Like how do we do it, man? How do you know what what is the what what will be the idea behind it? And then Matt, you know, I think it just a light bulb came on and he's like, Man, you know. I've been talking to a bunch of UTPA guys and 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 ladies and and we, we gotta somehow bridge the gap. You know, we gotta somehow bring the that world that we lived in, that we knew of, and all the people that were that lived in that world and transition them and bridge them with what it is now, you know, what UTRGV is becoming, uh, what ha- it has become, the people that work there now, and how that kind of intertwines. And I was like, and he actually said it just like that, word for word. <laughs> and I said, and I said, uh, I said, man, you've got something right there. Like this is unbelievable. Like we have to do this. We have to start doing this. Let's put together a list of guests. And you know, some of the first guests that we thought of uh, are like just legendary names. You know, like Jim Lancaster, the guy just was just part of you know our life back then. Uh, and then we thought about you know we have to bring in the the head honcho, right? The like the the head vaquero right yeah. now, the guy like orchestrating everything. He's like, we got man Chase is, you know, if we were um, looking if, for that, honestly, not to cut G off, but we were looking yeah. for that validity, that credibility yeah, yeah. right from of the course. beginning. Right. Because of course, of you course, got, you got two, two guys that, you know, has beens or whatever, right. That are starting this podcast. Well, one, one guy. What? One guy but for sure. But we yeah. wanted to, yeah, we yeah. wanted to make sure that people took it serious. You know, it was more like, right? Yeah, it's fun, but we wanted it. It just wasn't us interviewing our buddies. You know, like right, and that buddies, and that's the way it was. Right during COVID, it was like, how do we, how do how do we make this experience, you know, like a an experience that people can enjoy, can actually say, you know what, man, let's listen to this because 
they talk about some really cool stuff. I know that they, you know, they, they always kind of rag on each other a little bit. And, you know, you talk about my five steals all the time and 12 points for my career at, at was it 12 or seven? I don't know. I can't I think remember. It was but... 12. I think it was 12 think points, it was five 12. steals for your <laughs> yeah. career. Yeah. Yeah. And I talk about how he led the nation in fouls, you know, so we have, you know, we have fun. Uh, but at the same time, we're like, you know, we, we got to bring in people that, that are that will give us validity like like matt mm -hmm. said so so i think honestly claire i think some of the best moments were those beginning moments like thinking about the podcast and of course like there's been so many cool moments with our guests like i mean having bianca torre on you know and her talking about her student yeah she's a cameron county school, kid you know? there you go like, she's a cameron yeah. county lady you know she's like and we look at her as a kid because we've known her for a while you know but forever. now she's got a family yeah. and all that just Seeing, seeing how all of these people that are on, you know, how, who they've become, you know, mm -hmm. um, the kind of people that they've become. And we kind of like, you know, when we had Michelle Hinton on um, or uh, Lisa Sig on, you know, or people that we went to school with, right? Lalo Rios, Brian Molina. Of course, we know Brian and Lalo and we talk all the time, but there's some guests that we've had on. It's like, man, like we just, uh, yeah. like it never went away, you know? It was like, we, like... Like yeah, we've been talking to them forever and we haven't talked to them in like 15, you know what, 20 we, years. And what we've found, you know, um, during, during the, this exploration of, you know, trying to find guests and so forth, like we've found out that there's a lot of people connected to the university yeah. that, mm -hmm. that played a role in their life, but maybe they didn't attend the university, right? Like say for instance, right. Neville Shedd, who played right. on that Texas Western team that won the national championship that inspired the movie Glory Road. And he's in his, you know, he's 80 years old now. He just turned 80. He used to play against Pan Am and Otto Moore and Lucius Jackson every year that he played college ball. So he's yeah. been to Edinburgh. He's played, he's been in battles against Otto Moore. And then they go off and win you know, they beat Kentucky to win the national title and inspire glory road. Like, like he's got more stories. He yeah. had a lot. He had a lot of stories. He could, he was telling stories about the Bronx players. Yes. He, was he was, he was telling stories about where he played. He remembered the high school. Yeah. That, they that, played that didn't at. make the, that didn't make the, you know, that hit the yeah. editing floor. Right. But he could have sat there and talked for two hours with us. He was willing. Yeah. He was so gracious and, He's an, he's an awesome man, but going back to people have experiences with the university that are famous and that are the, you know, mm -hmm. they look back and they're like, yeah, like Pan Am played a role in my life in some form or fashion. I think that's, what's really cool is finding out that the school, whether it be UTRGV or Pan Am, whatever it is, it's still the university. Um, yeah. And Matt, the big role in people's lives, and I think that's it does. What's cool in discovering what kind of how significant a role it does play. You mentioned, like, obviously, you know, the idea came to mind during these like COVID talks. But um, mm -hmm. when you really started like putting putting the pieces together, what was that process of figuring out how to turn that idea into what it is now? Um, well, I'll take this question, G. Um, it was yeah. a lot of back and forth, a lot of phone calls between G and I a lot of questioning ourselves like hey should we you know do do we do this do we you know what would this you know like tinkering it but mm -hmm. it was also a lot of whiskey 
Um, and so it was mm-hmm. just more like, okay, I get to hang out with my best friend for an hour or two. Cause sometimes we record back to back for the week, mm-hmm. but I get to hang out with my best friend, um, for, you know, two hours a week and get to talk to former athletes or, you know, supporters, people that have been around the, you know, the, mm-hmm. the programs. And it's really, really cool to, to, to see how it was just in its infancy where it was just an idea and how we just kind of tinkered with it until, cause there's episodes that will never air that we, when we were first <laughs> playing with it, it was like really bad. It was like, we'll never air yeah. that pilot episode. We but, invited, we invited family and friends to come and uh, pilot it. And yeah, yeah those episodes so will could, never air. Just so G and I could work out the kinks of like, yeah, you know, chemistry. I mean, we got chemistry, but just not stepping on each other's toes or whatever. And, and getting the technical stuff out of the way, but yeah, yeah, it was, it's, it's been really great to see the, the engagement and the, the feedback that we've gotten from the programs and from athletes and the messages that we get, you know, in the, in the mailboxes, like, Hey, (laughs) when can I get on? Or, you know, I want to be on. (laughs) Oh, they've already Claire. I've already gotten threats. Like, yeah, he's dude, already gotten threat. How dare you? Store. How dare you, yeah, man? Exactly. I haven't even gotten a call. Oh, yeah. man. <laughs> so about the time you're walking out of the grocery store. Yeah. Someone drove yeah. by. Yeah. Someone drove by and started like, hey, man, like, you got to get me on. I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Stop did you know who it was? Like, did, do you know who it was? It was an actual connection? <laughs> you know, <laughs> Claire, no. I, I think so I, I don't think so i, I, I don't know how he that, knew <laughs> i said man i'm getting threats yeah. at the grocery store I'm man kidding. like should like we 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 didn't think <laughs> we didn't think this through if i'm getting threats no. at the grocery by the fruit aisle you know it's uh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. but, who's, been, who's been the biggest name that like contacted you and said why haven't you got me on and you thought oh my gosh we maybe we should have this person <laughs> earlier uh, has there been a moment be, like that it would be claire claire was the <laughs> one that contacted us and said hey i want to get on and so claire we, was like i can't uh, believe you had chase and jonah on before me uh, i cannot I, believe technically, it technically chase got me on here so <laughs> so weird so we're doing this immersive episode right now the article claire with the claire's arm claire's arm was twisted don't get that twisted it was twisted she didn't really want to be on she didn't didn't, really want to they're making her they're making claire be on she's like oh my goodness i cannot believe it i regret this 100 percent. that's awesome and so kind of like tying it to you know your former athlete life maybe you do still do some rec sports or things like that but obviously you know as an athlete you have to practice at things you have to work at things outside of your specific practice time like when you're a team so do you guys ever do like maybe research are there some podcasts that you guys like to listen to or watch that you think you maybe try to pick up tips from and stuff so that you're getting better from episode to episode yeah that's a great question go ahead it is a great question it looks like you got an answer i I had so many things like popping in my head when claire was asking that question (laughs) um so so claire this is this is funny this is this is a funny thing i have always been you know i do um I'm in sales. So I do, you know, presentations for school districts all the time because I sell educational materials, resources, textbooks, all that good stuff. 
And there's a, there's a certain amount of preparation that comes with it. Right. So when my, Matt and I were talking about having guests, you know, I was really nervous because I'm like, what are we going to talk about? What are we going to like, you know, it's like, Matt, dude, like we got to do our research. And Matt's like, nah, we don't, we don't need to do any research. <laughs> and I was like, okay. He goes, it's just a conversation, man. Chill out. It's a conversation. <laughs> said, it's just a conversation. I said, you know what? So when I kind of like relaxed a little and was like, you know, okay, I think the organic conversation, I think is a little bit what uh, makes it, I guess, I guess gives it the chemistry that it has. Yeah. Um, we don't do a lot of research except for the research that Matt ha has done with uh with certain shows is when we have a guest on and and we research their statistics you know we research you know some of the accolades that they had uh at the university um just so we can but, pivot sometimes and, yeah, and maybe absolutely. bring that up you know but it's not absolutely yeah. but it's basically it's done organically it's done you know um as a conversation and not so much as a q a until we do a like my silly questions or Matt silly guys to see that's where we kind of got better I think throughout uh with every episode is you know what is G gonna ask you know what does he like to ask and what is he looking forward to asking just like Matt knew that I kind of wanted to ask answer this question you know I started kind of jiggling my shoulders a little bit you know my my my, my he's my, getting my, jiggy my, with it <laughs> yeah my hat per you know my head perked up you know but uh and I can tell when Matt you know same thing so I think it's like it's a cool thing to have that chemistry. And, um, and honestly, the preparation has come from years and years of friendship. I really do believe that. There's, and then a, trust. When, there's a trust yeah, in it. Yeah, you know? there's a trust. And, and it's kind of cool that uh, we had a, we had our guest. Um, I don't know, can we reveal he's a season two guest, but um, I, I don't know if you yeah, no, because yeah, this you're will, good with this it. Air. Yeah, this will yeah. Air so we have, so yeah, we yeah, have really. So, yeah. Yeah. So we had Roly um, on, and uh, last name is Gonzalez, right? Gonzalez. Yeah. Roly yeah. Gonzalez. Ro uh, Roland Gonzalez, and and you know, he his text message to us was after the show was, man, I really do think that you all are doing a great thing here, but more so, thank you for making me feel so comfortable. Mm -hmm. You know, like thank you for making me feel like it was just natural. Like I felt like I was just having a conversation with y'all and it, I didn't feel like stiff at all. I got, I was nervous at first because I didn't really want, know what I was stepping yeah. into, and but my, five minutes into it, he was he's like laid hey. back, relaxed. But let, me ask <laughs> so, you, let me ask you, Claire, what's your favorite memory at the university? Um, that's a good question. Uh, like you just said, that is a good one. Now I, have some <laughs> I haven't been here for too, too long, but, um, let me see getting hired mm, Getting hired was a good one but the thing the, the thing with that is like I was I, I waited like a month after like yeah. I got told by Jonah that the job was mine before I actually started so it just kind of like felt like how I was, was that month there. how was that month how, <laughs> how was what that was month? good take us through that month like what was that month like yeah so that was that was December 2021 like I said I was working with the newspapers um so yeah. I was um the last about two years that I was on staff at the newspapers uh were pretty tough because I was the only sports reporter um doing both newspapers so I was covering mm -hmm. like, all like 
basically 30 schools on the yeah, yeah. Cameron and Willacy County um, by wow. myself. And so like the sports schedule, when you work in sports industry, like your schedule is crazy. It's always very busy. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so trying to do all that by myself, like was a lot. And so we were like just finishing up football and volleyball season and everything. And um, I was kind of at that point where like, I, I desperately needed that winter break time because I was just like exhausted from stuff. Um, yeah. And I actually like within a span of a week, I found out about two different jobs that, that kind of like one was this one. And then there was another one with the school district that one of the coaches oh. that I worked with at the newspaper or because of the newspaper had contacted yeah. me and said, Hey, our district is looking for X position. Would you be interested in it? So wow. I was kind of like looking at those two options. Um, and then Jonah found out that I was looking at two other options. Ooh, I was like, you well, created your own leverage. I see. Yes, you. yes, yes. That's right, Claire. That's right. Claire is a shark. Well, yep, that's all right. Joni, you got yourself a winner, man. Thank you for adding her to the department. That's awesome. um, but it was, you know, it was really exciting. I mean, to, to be honest, when I applied for this job, like I, I wasn't expecting to get it because, like, the, I, I know. I knew about like the SID position in athletic communications because of when I was working at, like in college, I went to school at Texas. And so I was working for the daily Texan, which is our student newspaper there. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. So when you're covering sports over there, like you deal with the SIDs a lot because obviously it's a big athletic department. So you don't really get immediate access to the coaches or anything like that. You have yeah, to go to the SIDs for everything. And that was my first introduction to what this job even is. Um, but I always wanted to be like a, writing for newspapers. That was what I wanted to do. That's what I went to school for. Uh, so I, I wasn't sure how much the skills were going to transition over. So in my mind, to be completely honest, when I applied for this job, I was like, okay, maybe I can get an interview. Maybe they'll remember me two or three yeah. years down the road when they need yeah. somebody else on staff because of football and all the other sports. So yeah, I was just yeah. kind of using it as an in to, to maybe like just be on the back of their mind, like for a future position. So then yeah, when right. they called me and was like, well, it's yours if you want it. Basically, I was like, okay, that's actually, really exciting. Um, so yeah, so exciting getting that call. But then I just like sat for like a month. So I was finishing up some stuff with the newspapers. Like I technically finished there, but I did uh, complete a couple of projects, just kind of freelance, um, over the last couple of weeks. Uh, and then just got started when the school year started in January, and it kind nice. of just took off from there. <laughs> Sweet, Claire. Claire, you part. said, yeah, absolutely. You mentioned the Daily Texan. What? Yes. what where was that? That was in Austin. It was yes. for the university. Texas. For the mm -hmm. University of Texas? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, the Daily Texan is the, the student-run newspaper that's out there. It's the equivalent, like, oh. for, for here, it's it's the writer. Um, right. We had the, the Daily Texan. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and writer, you attended? Though? It is still what called is the, the writer. writer. UTRGV oh. writer, yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> Man, it, was used to, it used to be called the Pan American, remember? The, it, it was the Pan American back in like when we went to school, which was probably like three, four centuries ago. But yeah, <laughs> things things have changed, dude. They like they have, yeah. They don't, things you know, we, they we, they we, don't we, use a feathered pen. They don't use a feathered pen, <laughs> right? <laughs> Send letters with a black seal. Like, <laughs> that is my brand in that wax seal that is your brand man <laughs> so so claire you attended what university did you attend university of texas. texas i went to texas mm -hmm. you went to ut when during that time at ut what what was the were you writing i mean obviously you were a journalist right you you graduated with a journalism degree was mm -hmm. that what it was yeah. yes, yes. Studied journalism mm -hmm. as a so, student 
as a student, were you a student writer? Uh, so yes. I mean, the first two years I was just taking classes. Um, um, and I had heard about the Texan, but I was always kind of like nervous about uh, applying yeah. for it. Um, because I know, I knew it was really competitive, but when I finally did, um, you you know, grew, grew a lot in that, in that spot. So I spent about two years covering, uh, covering look, the daily text. So what was the best thing you covered? That, that was, I wanted like, who was, yeah, like, was, what was one of the best things that you covered that you remember um, from that time? volleyball very specifically i do so i i did volleyball and then i did two seasons with softball and then i did one season with basketball hey claire claire i have a a a quick question for you do you think that after this episode comes out that your career will take a significant boost (laughs) in like just personally or work-wise just by interviewing us or do you think yeah i mean that's the only reason i said yes to chase asking me to do this story (laughs) was that after the podcast like what he's he's really asking is are you looking forward to being threatened at the grocery store (laughs) yeah claire i can tell that this is mainly for personal gain and uh and i'm okay with that you know like usually people don't like to be used like this, but I am a hundred percent. Okay. I know that Matt is too. I'm going to speak for him because yeah, I don't want him. Yeah. Uh, this link is going to go straight onto the resume and I'm just going to start sending it out. Yeah. It's going to be, on, it's going to be a link on our, uh, it's going to be a link on our LinkedIn. Best pieces of work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It. Like this is what I did with these two clowns. Right. So, oh, wow. Um, um any more yeah. any more other any other questions claire yeah for us? please continue yeah, yeah yeah for sure so um so you you mentioned um you know as you guys were thinking about using this to like kind of be able to bridge the gap between you know the past and and what utrgb is now because i know there there is like and understandably so utpa and pan am like there are a lot of familial ties i think that is what makes it maybe kind of hard for some people to get past the utpa to utrgb thing um so for you guys i mean in all honesty, like, was there ever a time, like, when you found out that the transition was happening to UTRGV, like, did you guys kind of go through any of those, like, oh, why are yes. they my alma mater? Like, did you yes. have those? Yeah, we we felt that, and we felt that for years, and that's kind of what the dialogue was during the COVID, you know, and it's been, like, I know how G feels, he knows how I felt, like, we felt we felt kind of abandoned and a lot of the athletes did so as well. Like, Hey, this is what we blood, sweat and tears for. And then all of a sudden they, they switch, you know, they do a rebrand. Right. And so a lot of the athletes feel that way still, Mm -hmm. um, former athletes. And what, what helped us was the relationship that we've gained with, with chase who's kind of welcomed us and like, Hey, he acknowledges like, Hey guys, I understand. And I sympathize with you, but there's really no turning back. Mm -hmm. And so we can either cry and not get anything done or we can work together and we can, you know, and build something that everybody can be proud of. Right. And so, it was it, that that's what helped me yeah and then i kind of you know brought i i introduced g to chase and then it's kind of like now it's like g and i are kind of like how can we help other athletes to accept yeah. 
you, you know, and that's, that's kind and, of what we hope to accomplish with this podcast is like, so it's yeah. kind of a therapeutic type of thing a little bit, as well as reminiscing on what you guys had. In oh of course. man. Yeah. The, the reminiscing part is like the cool part. And I think that <laughs> because of our relationships, it's all about relationships. That, that, that's what it's all about. Like, yeah. and so there's just like what Matt was talking about, you know, relationship with that we had, you know, relationships with people that went to Pan American. Um, and then that's what we're trying to do, right? We're trying to bring those people back in to, and like they're part of the relationship. Like the relationship yeah. was never broken. It's yeah. And what does it mean to you guys to be able to play a part in that? Because I mean, like you said, it is very important. Like you can't go backwards. It's not going to go back to UTPA, but UTRGV is actively trying you know, to, to remember the history to also bring that into it but to move into a different direction as well um so for mm-hmm. you guys what does it mean for you guys to to be able to take a role in that and for it to be recognized by chase who as you guys have said is the hit hunter. yeah it, yeah, <laughs> yeah it's it's Big it's time. almost surreal you know yeah. it's almost surreal because g and i would have done that we got on zoom calls because i mean or facetime calls because we're just close and we did it all the time right we still do it and like for for us to take that and then then to kind of put it into a concept and then grow it and it received the i don't want to say accolades because we don't have any accolades but it receives it, it receives the attention or the fanfare that it's that it is gathering right um it makes you feel really good and then for you to even think that we're even worth writing an article about just because we get on a podcast and bring in former athletes like that it's surreal so you know kind of piggybacking off of off of your your great answers from that last part like you guys did talk about you know how can we be a part of it and like wanting to still belong and i know chase mentioned that i mean you guys are involved with the varsity club lifetime members and stuff like that so Mm -hmm. i mean what are some of those ways that you guys have really like taken initiative to find to find paths to staying connected to to utrg matt is like an awesome i mean obviously i mean a, a glue right He's always been a glue. We even did when we did his episode, all we talked about was how Matt is like a glue, you know, like just like people are attracted to him. Right. Um, and he's a magnet. Right. And so he's awesome at doing that. He's awesome at bringing people together. I think from my perspective and I think my, I guess, advantage is that I live here. Right. I live in the Rio Grande Valley. So the best thing that I can do is actually physically show up. Yeah, you know, and and, and physically, yep. physically go and represent. Physically go watch the basketball games. Physically go watch the volleyball games. Physically put my hands together and shout, you know, for for the Vaquero Nation, and 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 show that kind of support, right? And make sure that my family, you know, that I take my family and I try to, you know, bring those people to get me, you know, me taking friends over or me calling over when they had a the, the viewing party at uh at walk-ons you know for the basketball team you know and i called a few of the ex you know basketball players and hey man come on over you know and they came they, they came over so i yeah. think you know one of those things just taking advantage of that of that situation of me actually being here physically i think is the way that 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 i feel like i could contribute right and we've got big plans we're gonna take the show on the road like next year during <laughs> the conference tournaments awesome. we're gonna we're gonna try and do you know a couple we episodes that, in yeah. vegas 
Yeah. Uh, and so we're going to scope out. We're going to go scope out Vegas next week to see yeah, where we're scoping out know. Vegas for locations next Strictly week. Strictly research, right? Strictly research. Strictly research and work. Claire, yep. That's it. Claire, if we bring in an official third, second host, second co-host, you are in. You are in. You're in. You're in. No, you're in. Like you have I'll the job. Or you don't even have to. We, we, yeah, keep it clear. We don't need. You're not going to wait a month. You're yeah. not gonna wait a month. You're gonna come on right <laughs> off the bat. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. If you take the job, and you would get the job, so don't don't doubt yourself. Don't ever say yeah, like, we don't even don't need a resume. It, but no, yeah. we don't need anything. You're anyway. one of one candidate, so you're you're pretty. You're I like pretty the solid. odds. Yeah, yeah. Those odds, your those odds, odds are really good. good. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so real quick, I guess you know before yeah. we, we wrap up, um, you yeah. both mentioned obviously, yeah, you you you've been connected. Um, I don't know how much you've been able to come out. Um, uh, I know Gonzalo, you said you live here, so maybe you guys have seen some of the the games and been to some of the new facilities, seen some of the upgrades. Um, just as you yeah. kind of think back to the last you know, seven or however many years with UTRGV kind of becoming what it is and the athletic department growing, like what have maybe been some of the, the, f- your favorite moments or, or maybe just favorite upgrades that you've seen within the, the department? So I did not recognize the basketball offices when I went in to like, it, that was amazing. And, and, uh, you know, coach Lowry gave me, um, gave me a little tour whenever those were built in the back end when we're where we used to uh have um uh we used to have the academic what, what was that called? we used to have at the library study hall. oh yeah yeah i forget about that i forget what it's called because you know we hardly ever i think we slept through it but um but they had this awesome like they had made that back kind of offices into like this whole academic center and then they had built the the basketball offices and you know uh, rest in peace, you know, Coach Hill, you know, that's where I met Coach yeah. Lou for the first time. And when Coach Lowry uh, took me around and, um, and I was, I, I told Coach Hill, I was like, Coach Hill, I do not recognize this place. Like, this yeah. is unbelievable. Yeah, it is like y'all are, this is really awesome. You know what you're doing. So uh, that's like, I haven't, I haven't really had a tour of those facilities as of late. But it was when Coach Lou was there was the last time that I that well, Coach Lowry kind know, of took me in, took I mean, me around. You know that you know that tour is coming, right? So I think we're oh, all absolutely. really excited about football and the and you know the yeah. Um, well, the field house, the Matt. facility, the, the, like there, like the new going, field house. Yeah. Well, like you look up and there's this big old screen, man, and it's like dude, we did not have like we did no. not have this. Well, when, was the, when was the last time you saw the screen in in the field house? Because they just finished putting up our new one, and it is. I've okay. seen the new massive. one. Yeah, I've so, seen the new one. I, so Matt, you've seen a... the new, the gigantic one, right? The one I I actually went to a basketball game this year. Was it up this year? No, no we just we just finished it like a week. I'll ago send you. Play. I'll send you the text right now, G. Claire, Claire, uh, you don't have to send me anything. I'm on my way to Edinburgh right now. It's, <laughs> it's pretty big. It's pretty big. No, I'll make I'll make sure to stop by and uh, and check it out. That yeah. that's awesome. I'm gonna I'm gonna that send it awesome. to you know right now, G. It's it's <laughs> okay. pretty. It's unreal. I, you see, Claire, I don't get those. I don't get those text messages. <laughs> but I I think um, I think you know we were we went to school and it was. There was that one men's locker room, right? And there was the big old showers and it was the PE lockers, you know? Yeah. And 
that was it. You know, the training room was fairly decent, but it was, you know, it wasn't what it is now. I mean, the changes that, that I've seen when I went back two years ago, um, and then what I see on TV or what I see on, you know, Facebook or whatever on the internet, just kudos to the whole, I mean, I know Chase gets a lot of the credit, but kudos to the entire staff because what you guys are doing, it's, it's building it up as, as a reputable division one program. Now, Mm -hmm. you know, it's not just kind of the armpit of the Valley. It's, it is a legit, program to 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 be reckoned with you know and that's what's exciting to be to be a part of something like that you know yeah no I think you put it great there and I actually like literally made a note good Matt quote at this point because I really liked what you said that's what I'm here for Claire that's what I (laughs) do like drop drop the mic now like boom yeah did you put did you ever write down good G quote or is that or is it just I have some time I mean, are, here, don't are you gonna quote me at all like, yes I, mean, I will I, I promise <laughs> yes I, I will be yeah, so I, worry about, I worry about FOMO I worry about FOMO sometimes you know um but, but. you know so, so kind of picking off piggybacking off of what Matt said there um this would probably just be my my final question like no, you're not going anywhere. This is our this is our first interview. We don't want it to we don't want it to end. Like, yeah. Well, long well, so, and two hour episode. Going off of like what he said and G, I know throughout this, like you've mentioned the relationships a lot. And you guys have talked about all those, like the fact that you guys can still text so many people that you went to college with and like you have that open communication. I think it's a really special thing. Um, and it speaks to those relationships that you've talked about. Um, so mm. what was it about your time at you know, at school here, and especially like with the way the culture that you guys had kind of also ties into just what the RGV is as a whole, like, mm-hmm. what is it about that culture that you think makes those relationships so strong that all of these years past, you're still good friends, you're still having Zoom calls, and you're still so able to to put something like this together, because you have those connections with the people that you were at school with. Uh, do you want to take that, Matt, or do you want me to start it off? I'll, I'll let you. I'll let you start it yeah. off because I'm. Yeah, yeah I've yeah. got my thoughts, but I want to hear what you have to say. Well, I think I, I think um, from and you mentioned culture. Mm-hmm. Um, the university where it's located has taken on for years, right? Probably since the beginning of time when the university opened, has taken the culture of the Rio Grande Valley. Mm-hmm. the the culture of family first and that that's that's what the valley is and when someone comes in from the outside yep. right they get engulfed in it they get saturated in that culture i truly if believe accepted. that if they are accepted it, it, absolutely people come through and it's and, weird the yep. culture can identify like you're not yeah. gonna be here long so we're right. going to, yeah. gonna keep no, that right. up, right? You're but right. If but I think it goes, you, if they if they accept yeah. you, then yeah. Hey, but yeah. it goes both ways. It goes yeah. both ways, Claire. Like just like what Matt said, if they accept, right? If the fam- if if the university and the people in the university accept, and the RGV accepts, but the person that comes in actually has to buy into that. Yes, they have to buy into. Very true. I am one of you all. I'm yep. not a I'm not a person from. 
you know, Jamaica or, or Minnesota or New Chicago York or, or wherever, Chicago, yeah. you know, I'm better than you. That's not the way that, that that's not the way when people come in and they buy into the culture that is already established, that the university is already, because of its location, because of family first um, mentality, I think, you know, Matt is a perfect example. I mean, he was born and raised, you know, I had some ties to the Valley, right? I but did. Yeah, I from, do. from Bastrop, mm -hmm. but Matt really kind of, you know, it was easy for me because I stayed here, right? I was born and raised in Brownsville. So I knew the, the culture. I knew that when Matt came in, I probably a little bit of a culture shock, but not really because Matt was probably like, Hey, right. Yeah. How did you feel when you could, how did you feel when you came in? You bought into that culture. I, I think it goes both ways. I did. I, I did. My yeah, I don't think there should be any great. I, I think what UT, what Vaquero is and what UTRGV is now and what it's building should be the main that stream way. show. That yep. is what it is. People need to be patient because down the line, when we strengthen UTRGV, then you know what? We're going to have, we're going to have. Yeah. those funds we're gonna be able to go back and do a throwback helmet a bronc yeah. throwback helmet or uniform night like they did in basketball when they yeah. they, they wore the ut pan american bronc throwbacks you know we just got to establish football for ut rgv football first yeah. it's not pan american football you know and i think yeah. people need they do need to kind of get over that fact and be patient with the entire process because I guarantee you, Pete, with the job that you all are doing, it's not going to be forgotten. It's not going to be forgotten. There, there, there are going to be throwback days, throwback nights, throwback unis, throwback helmets. But we need to strengthen what UTRGV is now and what it's becoming. Agreed. And that, that I totally believe in. Yeah, agreed. You couldn't have said it better, yeah. G. I, I thousand yeah. percent agree with you. Yeah, for yeah. sure, definitely. Yeah. Well, thank you for liking our show. Like, and please do subscribe. Like, we're always looking, you know, for for just engagement, for ideas, and yeah, you know, we're just we're just trying to do something for somebody else. You know, we're just trying to solve a problem. And and however we, you know, and I get to I get to hang out with him and, and interview yeah, really we get to have, people. Yeah, we get to have awesome guests on, Claire. I appreciate yeah, we you. Do. All. Appreciate you and appreciate being on. Yeah. Oh yeah. Thank you so Thank much you. for your time. I appreciate it. And yeah, we'll I'm sure we'll be in touch again before this comes out, but I do appreciate your time and uh all the great information that you guys gave. Fantastic. And I'm that's working a wrap, on a, guys. I'm that's working a wrap. on a <laughs> dang it, dude. I wanted I wanted this to be on the record. I'm working on a saddle up song. I don't know no. if a lot of people don't know that I actually play guitar and write songs. Yeah, that Matt does. knows this. But yeah. I'm actually working on a theme song, a saddle up song. Yeah. There you go. Is it so good? Now we're now my my co-host has been watching way too much fucking Yellowstone, and now he thinks he's the, the yeah. Now he thinks he's, yeah exactly. Now he thinks he's Casey from Yellowstone. He's gonna get his own up, baby. his, his up, baby. own song on the episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh up. man. Oh, settle up. All right, Casey Dutton. Whatever, man. <laughs> well i'm oh. excited to hear it so <laughs> thank you claire you'll be the first one second matt will be the first yeah I was well my say. wife will probably be the first my wife will probably be like dude please put the guitar away i'm, okay, I'm trying to sleep 
Like we weren't supposed to come up with something this clean, <laughs> like something happened.